Tell you about the milk. <laughs> First off, I want you to start every conversation with me that way. Did they, Did they tell, tell you about, about the, the fill in the about blank. something? Yeah, I fill in the blank. Did they tell you story. about the fish? Did I tell that story? I don't know. No, if I, I think told you that did. Story. So I'm down here. I'm sleeping. Did they tell you about the llama? I am sleeping because there's enough room in my bed for for me and my girlfriend. So I'm sleeping down here on this couch, uh, stupidly using the cat's blanket as my oh, pillow. Oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> but um. And you're I allergic, get, right? right? I'm allergic. Oh, yeah, but yeah. only if I, yeah. mostly if I touch, it's fine being around here. Um, so I get up before everybody else. I'm like tooling around the kitchen. I'm like, I will <laughs> guess make, make myself some milk and cereal. And I do. And the cereal is like a little crunchy. The it's raisin brand. And the raisins are like, ah, I better check the age on this cereal. And the cereal's past due for a, by a few months. Dunk comes it's down. cereal. It's not. Right. Yeah. Duncan comes down and goes, did you drink the expired milk? I'm like, the what? <laughs> First of all, why is there expired milk in the refrigerator? Exactly. And sec- then cur- sec- sec- I can see a couple days, but how expired was it? Second of all, Andy, you don't Dude. you don't make cereal and milk. You dispense that. Because you don't make the milk. You don't make the cereal. You simply pour it into the bowl and then add the milk It'd on be top. It would better if I had made the milk myself. <laughs> you seem like one of these crazy people that would put the milk in before the No, 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 no. That's madness. But anyways, Kirsten comes down 10 minutes later and goes, did you drink the expired milk? And I'm like, there's two people in this house that know the milk is expired. And nobody walked the two feet to the trash can to put it away. It wasn't my milk. That was the other hilarious thing. I thought, oh, my milk is expired because I very rarely, this yeah. one time, I had milk in there too. And so I'm like, my milk is expired? So later on, I check and I'm like, my milk isn't expired. What are you guys talking about? And then it... it Duncan was like, oh, it was my milk. It was expired. I hadn't gotten rid of it yet. There's two adults in the house. It was expired <laughs> well, milk. Are the, well, are there, are there two adults in the house? I love that. He <laughs> to be fair, Kirsten. cereal <laughs> with expired milk, and he's bitching about the other two adults. I mean, it, was, it wasn't too bad, really. <laughs> to, I mean, to be I fair, Kirsten. It didn't kill me. If there is expired milk in the refrigerator, I think that's an open invitation to I don't dump look, it out. I don't, I don't go through Duncan's shit. I mean, it's but, like, how do I know it's expired? But something like that that expires, Duncan ventures out of his room what once every no 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 12 no, no. 12 hours 12 hours yeah that so so 12 hour check for milk i think is perfectly acceptable <laughs> welcome so- to geek shock <laughs> number 701 i am vlarg 80s jeff with starring commander k oh and the additional voices of and the triumphant return of fact checked andy as little orphan andy presenting Stephen Bird. <laughs> <Like, laughs> and we're here to talk week in geek. Uh, Torgo is absent this week, and as is Deb. A big loss on Deb, not such a big loss on Torgo. Jeez, we're down to only five people? Oh my god. I know, what are we going to do? When the adults are away, the kids will play. Yay! We can talk about butts! So this thing with the expired milk, doesn't that just make it cottage cheese? It was no. actually fine. No, <laughs> no dude. It bad. Dude, it is it not alienation. Finally, an Alien Nation reference on this show. I loved Alien Nation. About time. God. Honestly, I, I 
still like the movie a lot because Mandy Patinkin his, just kills in that role. His fifth favorite role. But the TV show is far superior. Is it? Yes. Huh. Most, I people, most people the TV who love, show. love it yeah, usually say because that. Because there was a lot more fleshing out of it, a lot more world building. Well, yeah. Uh, really? In got, a TV show? <laughs> I know, right? Know, what, 22 mm. hours to do it as opposed to two? What? What? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I just... I. I felt like they glossed over a lot in the movie, and I get that you know you have limited time in the movie, but they just made it a buddy cop that the movie that the one buddy just happens to be an extraterrestrial. How does it compare to the uh, the remake of it with uh, Will Smith? What are you talking? What are you about? talking about? This is Andy being deep cut. No, funny, there was folks. a there was a recent well not recent. There was three or three or four oh, years ago. Bright? That's it. That's, That's not alien nothing like where he's right. essentially where... alien nation. No, no, no it's no. not. He's paired up with a troll. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so different from an alien. Yeah. <laughs> But there's elves and trolls. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. no, that's Andy, no. Or, one or would be science fiction. The other would be fantasy because See, there's this, magic and magical characters. This is, this is Andy's <laughs> lines of connection. It's like this one had the letter B in the title. This one has the letter B in the title. It's an yeah. obvious ripoff. It's okay. a buddy cop movie. Yes. That's, that's the only thing they have in common. That's it. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well... As I explain to my classes all the time. Oh, oh Biggs uh-huh. teaches acting. Everyone drink. <laughs> Here's this, another this... Professor Biggs moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, there are no news stories. Uh-huh. That's true. Andy Lord, hates Lord that of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is Wizard of Oz is Star Wars is... They're, they're all is the there same. a one-to-one Wizard on that? Lord Wizard, of Wizard of Oz is a rip-off of Star Wars? Yeah. I thought... I thought Dune was a ripoff of Star Wars. <laughs> I thought uh, Escape from New York was a ripoff of was a Wizard of Oz. They're all, they're, it's all the same story. A Tree Grows in Brooklyn was the first story. It's all essentially the same story. Henry Higgins is Sherlock Holmes, is Spock, is Data. Wow, that's heavy. Yeah. I don't know and Henry Higgins that. is uh What's Pygmalion. wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull? Does Henry Higgins sing uh, Bilbo Baggins? Henry Higgins sings Bilbo Baggins. Say that five sing. times fast. No, oh, yeah. Spock didn't sing. <laughs> oh, yeah, he kind of talk sung that. Well, Bilbo. Nimoy Bilbo. sang. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Three feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere funny with that. Bilbo Baggins. Clearly not. Why can't a hobbit be more like, like a man? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just want to remind everyone that we're going to be at Fan X on September 21st through 23rd in Salt Lake, the Salt Lake Convention Center. Come and see us and punch bigs in the mouth. Mm. Oh. oh, I guess I won't be going. <laughs> <laughs> We've got lots of, we got, you get to spin the big wheel and get fabulous prizes. Absolutely. Oh, man. we got some good ones coming. Fun guaranteed. Fun not guaranteed. Fun not guaranteed. Fun absolutely not guaranteed. Um... What geeky things did we do this week? Let's see. Who's going to start? Oh, d- d- Andy. Oh, here comes the list. Wow, he's no, got a, l- a oh, list. Oh, he <laughs> had a list. And he threw the list away, ladies and gentlemen. I've been gone too Because much. this is an audio list. medium and yeah. not a visual medium. <laughs> that's why I made it. I slammed it on the table. So that's what it. Steve says every time. Yeah, I know which camera do I look at? I, keep, I know there's new stuff now. Uh, one's over there. All right. Here's two. Okay. The whole table. There are the three and cameras I got three. in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> The one that's mounted behind uh, Jadzia Dax's uh, right eye. And the Ooh. one that's in the toilet. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Pointing yeah. up. My favorite one. With the infrared uh, 
Yikes. <laughs> Yay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a very special wow. Kofi tier that you subscribe to <laughs> to get that camera. A very special Kofi tier. Yeah. Uh, the to I, catch a predator uh, tier. I've been playing <laughs> a lot of uh, Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap. Tell yeah. me about Marvel Snap. Marvel oh, I saw you playing that when you came in. Yeah, Marvel Snap is um, very similar to DC deck building or Mar the Legends game. It's, it's a deck building game, but it's on your phone. You can build your own decks. There's scores of different cards. Uh, all the cards do different things, and there's each game has three different locations which rotate through, and all the locations do different things, and it's a matter of combining those locations against some stranger on the internet. Okay. Yeah, and it's 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 fun. It's like a you know, three to five minute game. It's just a little, little time waster that I end up sitting here like, well, I've been playing this game for a mere two hours. Oh, dear. And he pones noobs. I did pwn noobs. He just sat there and I was like, oh, you wanted that? Well, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you, gotta, you don't have to buy your cards, right? Ah, now, here's the rub. You can play this game for free. Oh, good. But they have <laughs> cleverly set it up so you probably won't. Uh, there are seasons. Each season is you know, a little month or so long. Turn, and uh, new there's new characters will appear for each season. Uh, new cards, you know, so uh, you can play without that card. You can just, you know, not, you know, but uh, but do the it's noobs, like it's like do the noobs own you? No, not necessarily. <laughs> I've, I've been I've been kicking ass with with cards that are that are from older games, um, and losing too. But uh, it's like ten bucks for the season pass, and I have bought that ten book pass several times. Like, oh, I want to play with this card. I want to have that. Yeah, so it's fun. See, that's the thing. I don't mind paying like five. Ten bucks is a little high, but five bucks for like a monthly pass thing like mm -hmm. that on these stupid phone phone yep. games. Gets beyond that. It's yeah, when I ridiculous. got into a zombie gunship, I I don't know, it was over six months or more. I I shelled out like forty bucks. Yeah. for beef ups. What gets me though is you do hit a point where you need that shit. Uh, not <laughs> in this game. Not the, not in this thing. I've I've skipped whole seasons. Like oh, I don't want that card. I don't care. Yeah, that's why I like games like XCOM on uh, the phone because I spent 10 bucks on it and that's all I ever had to spend on it. Yeah. That's it. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, I'll never have to pay for another thing in Civ 5. So, yeah. on, wait, Civ 5 on the phone? Not on the phone. Oh, we're talking about phone games. Don't, phone you, games. don't you have a lifetime pass for that? Yeah, well, it's called Buy the Game. Yeah, it's called Buy the Game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. With your Star Trek one, who is that? Oh, oh. That's that's Torga. Okay. All right. Yeah. Do you, do you know what that jerk off gave me for Christmas? I don't know. His pass key on it. <laughs> <laughs> like the original book and instructions with the little Star Trek pin that it came with. I'm like, thanks. Oh. Pin ass. A pin. A pin. 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 Stupid. Uh, well, I just came back from the Iowa Fair. Where I've been drawn in the hot humidity and butter sculptures. Butter, butter sculptures, yeah. Was but the... actually, it was a jockey butter sculpture. This time it was three different athletes. Uh, was the butter expired? The butter. They used the same butter for seven years. <laughs> uh, they they just remold it to something different. I don't know what life wow. cycle the butter is in, but it's the same butter for seven years. Now, now, did you, you quit your foot in the butter? Yeah, not. that was the first question. The, the second question I had was. When they got those giant butter sculptures, is that solid butter? Or no, did... no, it's, it's got it's got a it's got a superstructure underneath it. How much butter is required on it? Uh, enough to and pounds yeah, yeah, and it's, pounds. It's, it's a lot. And Andy's worth maybe two. Because yeah, like, probably. if I make like a statue of I don't know Galactus uh -huh. out of butter, right? Mm -hmm. 
how much butter has to be between the substructure and the outside to be to qualify as a butter sculpture? I don't know if there's wow. a significant rule on that, but I would say the butter sculpture. I've, I haven't seen the superstructures of the one in Iowa, but in uh, in the Big E, they are often starting from scratch on day one. The, the the next one I work to, which is a spray in West Springfield, Mass. Okay. Um, and their, their butter sculptures aren't as good, but I often see that thing from uh, the get go. I see it from superstructure on. Because I is saw it, a movie. What's that movie? I think it's called Butter. It's, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's about the Iowa Fair. It's, 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 it, it implies that there's competition. There isn't. It's the same person for decades. And it also implies that the mm. thing is solid butter. It isn't. It's, I, I, I know when I was a kid and you saw it at the State Fair, the butter on the substructure was at least a couple inches thick. Oh, so yeah, they'd have, yeah. So they'd have some, some play with the sculpting tools. It's always right. good to play with butter. Yeah. Um, Andy, did you see Alexandra Daddario? No. At the fair? She was at the fair. She actually posted on Instagram pictures of her looking at the butter sculptures. Wow. Go yes. now and like them. And, yeah. and, and post Geek Shock shit <laughs> yes. on, those, on her Instagram. Geek, geek, Kirsten. Geek <laughs> there was kind of a geeky thing, though. Um, oh, um, other than you? Yeah, they have they have concerts every night at the the big amphitheater. You can, you can hear them sometimes, huh. uh, but you can't see them because they're. But uh, Lindsey Sterling performed with Walk what? Off the Earth. Ooh. That was pretty amazing. Nice. Yeah, who's Lindsey Sterling? Lindsey oh, Sterling's a the, violinist you, that dances yeah, around ele- electric violin. You oh, have okay. heard her. Okay, She's I probably have. Great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a weird. It's always a weird mix of acts at the uh, the fairs. I mean, uh, the new kids on the no it was a uh, Chet. So new kids on the block. Yeah. I, who's, I can't. I have no connection. I can't. I can't tell the difference between one boy New band boys or another. In the back street, Danny, Donnie, Joe, John, and Jordan. Jordan. Wow. Um, they played. Uh, <laughs> that stuck in my head from the eighties. The yeah. last Saturday night, it was the chicks, Dixie chicks. Well, there's the chicks. Now huh? they're just chicks. And the last night, it was Jason Aldean, and I was like, "Oh, please, don't let the crowd from the chicks hang out here long enough to see Jason Aldean's fans. I don't, I don't know want who that battle." Jason Aldean is. <clears throat> That's that. Uh, try that in a small town bullshit. Oh boy. Yeah, and he and he went into a big speech about oh, some people don't like the song. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, who else played? Uh, oh, Ludacris played. Ludacris was playing. That was weird. That was a strange. Now crowd. I want that one to follow Jason Aldean. Right. Or yeah. or be his opener. Yeah. Iowa State Fair. Wow. Yeah. What a also, cosmopolitan. Also, because gathering. it's the uh, it's uh, the year before they have their their caucus in January. Yeah. So lots of politicians were around shaking hands. I didn't see any of them. I came Licking within babies. probably 200 feet of a certain former orange president. But there was I just got stuck in a crowd. I was trying to get to work. I'm like, why am I? Why is there a wall of people? Oh, OK. So <clears throat> it was huge. huge I couldn't wall. see him. Huge wall. Huge. Was he headed for the butter sculptures to lick them? <laughs> <laughs> he was hilariously in the pork building. Of course he was. <laughs> that would have been great just to see him text a picture and he's like smiling like, right. I can't wait till they right. deep fry it. Right. You know, you know Kirsten, do. you missed an opportunity there. <laughs> what? When you asked about Alexandra Daddario. Yeah, what? So he didn't see her at the fair, but you know where you can see her? Where? At the Fan X Salt Lake Convention, oh. Convention and Pop Culture Expo. On September 21st to 23rd. Yeah. And guess who else is going to be there? Oh, my God. Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Yay. <laughs> and you can lick Alexandria Daddario's eyeballs. I wouldn't do that. But you have to have, mm. like, a special uh, pass to do I, that. Uh, mm. I would, yeah, make sure you mm. run you can, that You can security. lick her butter sculpture. 
<laughs> That's not a euphemism. <laughs> wow, we're gonna get arrested all because of Andy. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it's Salt Lake. Lake. And he won't even it's be there. It's not hard to get arrested in Salt Lake. Right. <laughs> oh, let's see. Hey, Jeff, you haven't been on the show enough. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, um, what you been doing, man? So, I was going to be here last week, but I was stuck uh, on the road for eight hours trying to come back from Anaheim. Yikes. It's the first time that's ever happened to me. I know it's happened to other people, but that's the first <laughs> time it's ever happened to me. Was there? I uh, got stuck in two slowdowns. One was an hour and a half. One was like two and a half hours. It was awful. But... Was there, an under, was there an underlying condition that caused that, or was it just nope, bad luck? Nope, just people being assholes, okay. trying to merge and causing slowdowns and lanes. Uh, people are afraid to yeah. merge in L.A. But what I did go down to Anaheim for, we went to Disneyland to see... Hold on. Jeff went to Disneyland. Everyone drank. Oh, uh, yeah, really? That's a thing now. Does somebody keep it track of this? Um, oh, oh, yeah. The reason I went to Disneyland <laughs> is to go see Rogers the Musical. Oh, <laughs> wow. How long uh, is Rogers the Musical? It's about 40, a half hour, 40 minutes 40 long. Minutes. That's, that's impressive. Now, going in, I tried not to read too much, but I was told by a couple of people that had seen it already that it's like a one-act play. Yeah. When you get there, it's a full play just compressed down into about 40 minutes. Yeah. So it is a full story, beginning, middle, and end. Could they work this out into a larger, more involved play? Absolutely. Was it entertaining? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> there was one problem we had, though. Uh, they had some kind of a technical difficulty that that I saw lights start blinking and I saw security move in. So it's a well-oiled machine. Apparently, this has happened before. Uh, there was a shutdown when they were doing a uh, a set change. And so it did take about 10, maybe 15 minutes while they were doing a reset. But then the, the cast, you know, professionals that they are, went right back into it like it was nothing. So um, that was fantastic to see because sometimes you can lose that energy when you get up there and you're performing and then you basically have to stop cold and go off stage. But nope. It, it didn't affect them at all. And so clearly this has happened before. But uh, it is literally the entire Steve Rogers story from from first Avenger all the way up through uh, Avengers Endgame. Wow. wow. Yeah. In yeah. in 40 minutes. So wow. I does Michael was Pena very just impressed. What's that? Does Michael Pena just narrate the whole thing? No, God, that would have been hilarious. But no, it's... Um, it's just, it's so good. The, the, the music is really good. Um, the performances were amazing. Um, you do have two different actors playing Steve Rogers. Obviously, the, the pre-Super Soldier, the post-Super Soldier, and then later on, the, the pre-Super Soldier character, uh, or excuse me, actor, also plays the old Steve Rogers is that appears the at the, the end. What? Is it the guy from the movie? No. Oh, damn. No, the old Steve Rogers is also still a young guy. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, with, yeah. With a gray I, wig. It was really good. It was really good. Uh, I will say this is the first time I've experienced the high UV index, high humidity, high temperatures at Disneyland. It was 
It was 90 degrees and 90% humidity yeah. the two days we were there. Hey, hey Jeff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was dying. In Rogers. Yes. You said they do right through Endgame. Yep. Do they end with him and Peggy? Yeah, they they're dancing. Uh, you see them dancing, and then the whole rest of the cast comes in. They do a big Spoiler. big closing number. Oh, it's oh my it's God. all on YouTube. Yeah. And That's there's actually so sweet. if you want to watch it, there are a couple of really good versions of it on YouTube where they they film the whole play. You have until the end of August basically to go see it at uh, Disney's California Adventure. It's in the Hyperion Theater. Seats a lot of people, so the odds are good that you'll get in as long as you get in the virtual queue early in the day. Serious question. Um, yes. Is there anything after the credits? Ooh. <laughs> there, there are no credits. <laughs> Other Cur- serious curtains question. close, and... When does it come to Vegas? I don't know that they're going to do any other further performances after it's done. Oh. It, it really is disappointing because it is really good. I could see them expanding this out into a full three-act um, musical. No, and I they think do it two would acts do well. these days. It, is it two now? Yeah. They would end the first act probably with this plane going down in the Arctic. Really? Then, yeah. It's a lot of stuff to cover in that second act. Because there is a section in the musical where they compress down a lot of events into a really quick song. Yeah. It's about <laughs> a three-minute song, and they do like a lot of... Uh, basically, they do from uh, uh, Avengers uh, Age of Ultron right up through Infinity War. And then they do a longer version for Endgame. Oh, and then oh that's right, because they got that one song, Bucky, Bucky, Grab My Hand. Yep. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to play along, but, you know. Yeah. I, um, um, I will say you will get the Save Our City, Help Us Win song stuck in your head when you're here. Isn't that, isn't that? Uh, that's the I Can Do This All Day song. Don't they have that in uh, Hawkeye? Is that, is that yeah. a piece of that? Okay, that is that. Yeah, yeah. Piece. So that's a part that you hear in Hawkeye, right? The official soundtrack is also available if you want. It's oh. on several different downloading services, so you can listen to all of these songs. Oh, oh. man, you know, back in the old days... That would be a signal that we would open or close right. with yeah. one of those songs. Not anymore. Yeah. Copy but right. uh, I, actually, I actually know several people on that show. Oh, really? I know one of the Captain Americas. Nice. Uh, the skinny one or the big one? <laughs> it's the big guy. <laughs> uh, I probably know one of the skinny ones, too. I just can't. I just I don't know Damn. everyone that's in it. but Shit! I Shit! So you could get us tickets. We just got to get down there. Mm. You have to have admission to DCA. <laughs> to I to know, it. I know. It's it's a joke for those of us who can't do Disneyland, uh, Jeff. You, every month. What are you trying to say, Kirsten? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to say I go too often? Some no. of us are poor. There's no such thing as too often. <laughs> it's funny because I also renewed my annual pass while I was down there because... <laughs> 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 well, no, it's a, it's a, it was definitely a financial thing. The, oh, a, a two day park hopper pass is up to three hundred and forty five dollars now. Yikes! So if I go twice in one year for two days each time, I've already paid for the stupid yeah. pass. Yeah. So, you know. On the other hand, that is also why Disneyland and California Adventure are so crowded these days. Because especially Southern California residents get a nice discount on that. Tuesday wasn't too crowded. Wednesday was much more crowded, and I got really horribly sunburned. I blame the Vegas people since obviously you can get home once. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) 
That's that bunch. But uh, yeah. I know that next year Deb's really excited to maybe do that. Get a uh, oh get an annual pass. Yeah, I mean, the one I got is it's basically like like weekends blacked out, but it's also the cheapest of the ones. And since my days off are during the week, it really works well for me. Hmm. I was just about to pull the trigger on the annual pass, and then COVID hit. Oh. <laughs> ah. Well, yeah, and you get the discounted and California resident yeah, one too. The, not uh, anymore. Well, yeah. not anymore. But yeah, at I the still time, have my you California would, yeah. license for the time being. We had the uh, annual pass holder thing for Florida once. Yeah. Wow. We only had that for like a year, I think. Uh, that one's pricey, right? Yeah, but it's five parks, dude. Yeah, yeah I, I understand that it's five parks, but. I think the pass yeah. for the uh, for Six Flags over New England is like under <laughs> 50. <laughs> the pass for the world, the lifetime pass for Dolly World, right? <laughs> oh, Dollywood is awesome. I would go Dolly, to Dollywood. Dolly World with whatever. Yeah, I know. Woman's a national treasure. I, she is. Did she you is. hear Olympic she uh, video? What? She she has a rock album out now. She, oh my god! And there's a video of her doing uh, "We Will Rock You" with a cast of a zillion people with lots of cuts of uh, Olympic stuff. It's a promo for the Paris uh, Olympics. Oh. It's not as good though as her cover of "Let It Be," which with is Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. Yeah. Uh, featuring um, oh shoot uh, on guitar it's. Uh, is it uh, Harrison? No, God damn it! It's Ravi Shankar. I don't it's, know. It, no, it's a, it's another guitar. Peter Frampton. Jesus oh, Peter Christ! Frampton. I couldn't get the name out, but yeah, okay, Frampton well, is like, the, and well, and and Mick Fleetwood is on percussion. I'm like, didn't holy Peter, shit! She knows so many people. Did Peter are, Frampton play in the uh, that awful Beatles movie? Um, oh, the Sgt. Pepper movie wasn't it him? Oh no, it's Bee Gees. Sorry, Bee Gees. He's been in a lot of things. So, dude, I don't know. I'm glad you. Glad you brought that up. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. He was the man who made those big <laughs> concerts big. Was he? He Was, was he, he the one who started the mega concert? He, he uh, Wasn't it pretty much his tour? I mean, I know that Frampton the— Frampton Comes Alive was like one of the biggest live right. albums ever. Because I know Yankee Stadium with the Beatles, everyone was like, holy fuck, we can yeah. make money here. But Frampton, yeah. as I recall, was the, was the guy who made— Kind of made the the stadium concert like, hey, we can do this routinely. Yeah. And he was also the uh, music advisor for the guys in um, ah shit, the uh, rock that uh, you'll get there. Yeah, the rock movie that was uh, about the Spinal Tap. No, the guy who followed the. Oh, for Rolling Stone, I can't remember. Oh, oh, Cameron Crowe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Was the name for, of the band and Cameron almost Crow, famous. Sweet, well, almost famous. He was yeah. the one who trained uh, Jason Lee, Billy Crudup, and the others uh, to uh, all be a seventies rock band. So, ICS yes, fans, be aware we are now the number one Peter Frampton podcast. That's right. <laughs> are there any Peter Frampton? Podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So. <laughs> If we you, are also if, the worst Peter Frampton broadcast. If you do get a chance and are able to, definitely go down and check out Rogers the Musical. It oh, I could do that limited. all day. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. How are you? Biggs, what'd you do? Oh. Um, I don't have my notes. What did I do? Nothing. I, you want my notes? No. <laughs> I. Um, Should I skip you? 
Come back to me. Didn't you go yeah. to Last <laughs> Ferry? No, there'll be a, there'll be a some, lot uh, he did that uh, I got for you. You played oh, some okay. DC deck building last night. I did do that. Yeah, and Andy spilled. Maybe you all, you, on my a, Andy spilled. Everyone take a drink. <laughs> yeah. Andy, <laughs> you can't it spill. We went easy on Andy <laughs> you know, and I'm let him down. win a couple. I'm, I, I have, you know, I'm, I'm also writing down on the second page here all the things that we talk about the drinking game for this show, right. is, but we never actually commit to paper. <laughs> so far, I got Biggs teaches acting. Ooh, Jeff ooh. goes to Disneyland. Andy spills a drink we just talked about. And of course, Anytime we ever talk about Star Trek, the experience, you got to take a drink. T-shirt well, and DC deck building. Like the bingo thing. Like the, there's like a there's like a state fair bingo thing. Where it's like all kinds <laughs> of weird things in a bingo grid. Mm-hmm. So you just set that for Geek Shock. So like Geek Shock bingo? Geek Shock bingo, yeah. I like the drinking game better. All right. Well, you can be both. It's a t-shirt. T-shirt design. You like anything drinking better because of the drinking. That's that's actually true. So, uh, I uh, I went and saw Blue Beetle. Oh yeah, that was so good. Yeah, yeah, so much fun. Yeah, Steve and I saw that. Enjoyed it. Um, Nice, uh, nice movie. I I wasn't rocked by it, but at the same time. it was a good. It was a good, solid movie. They was, don't all have to hit it out of the park. They just have to be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was entertaining. Um, pretty cool. And I really liked. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of all of the erasure of old characters for new thing, but they they really threw in a lot of honoring of Ted Cord, and that concept. That, and Dan Garrett. Yeah, that I was just like, oh, this is way totally cool and i was really appreciative of all that and they leaned heavily into jaime's uh uh family and background and everything so and well, that was the best part of the movie yeah the family part yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh big black actually commented that at one point in his childhood he had uh grown up with a hispanic family and he said it just that just threw him back to the good old days <laughs> so and so that was that was really entertaining Really did enjoy that. Um, also, uh, we uh, had to have a bad movie night, mm. so <laughs> Andy whipped out his trusty box of bad movies. I love the pause. <clears throat> Andy yeah. whipped out his <laughs> and, trusty box of bad Excuse me while I whip this out. Yeah, and we watched Steve Reeves as Hercules Unchained. Oh, boy. Oh, God. And, and, and the, no. the, the movie made the tragic mistake right at the beginning of saying, based on the works of Sophocles and Aeschylus, which really put Professor History Theater, yeah. Professor Biggs, Big, on the on edge. Alert. Big, Biggs has notes. <laughs> yeah. Had, you, had you not seen that before, Steve? I'd never no, seen it before. No, it's that. so horrible. Oh, man. It's, it's the worst. Yeah. It, I, I would say it's the worst Hercules film, but there's so many stinkers in that category, <laughs> yeah. it's hard to pick one. Years ago, somebody gave me a box of 50 science fiction movies or 50-something, and that's what I pulled out, and it is full of some really terrible things. Oh, it's it's almost exclusively terrible yeah. stuff, yeah. I mean, to add insult to injury, the hit, Hercules Unchained was pan and scan. Yeah. I mean, wah, j- wah. J- yeah. that, would, that would have set and me not, off. Not only was it pan and scan, but they didn't even get that aspect ratio right. Everyone was just a little tall and skinny. Right. Yeah, I personally think that's just how people in Italy looked sure. uh, when, <laughs> the in the 50s skinny. when they uh, filmed it, but, you know. Yeah, so we watched that, and then we cleansed our palate with Kronos. Yes, that was much better. <laughs> Kronos. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a uh, 1958 
like an alien, kind of like an Spell alien vase. K R O N O S. As opposed to Kronos. Yeah. The Klingon homeworld. <laughs> Kronos. <laughs> um, and, and it's it's about a giant alien robot. Um, Don't get excited about the robot. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. The the is robot this... is not uh it's it's a not a human robot. It's a it's a human it's a bunch of a bunch of boxes. Yeah. It's a big square robot with legs that go up and down. Oh yeah. The boing, piston boing, action boing, on its walking boing, was boing, great. Boing, boing, I thought it was boing. gonna be one of those pitch meeting moments like it's like, Oh, people love giant robots. Yeah, we're not gonna put it in there except for at the very end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well it's, it's, it's sort in of there, like but that. it's animated. It's like yeah. not oh, as good no. as Fleischer. Well it's a combination of models and when it's when it shows it moving and you can see the entire thing, it's animated. If they can strategically place a model city or a matte painting in front of it, then it's an actual model that they just got yeah. scooch along. But it's a big so. square. It's a big cube. But it was really funny because we're watching this this bad fifties uh, science fiction movie and just reflecting on how much better it was than Hercules Unchained. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and Hercules Unchained had the benefits of source material from some of the great Greek playwrights. It- God, <laughs> based on Sophocles and. Aeschylus, like Howard the Duck, is based on anything <laughs> Steve Gerber ever wrote. How dare you! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so that was that was the the bulk of the geekiness then, and uh, you know, a DC deck builder where Andy spilled. Everybody mm. have a drink and one, and one. He won a couple. Then uh, Steve and I tied. Then I won decisively. Do, <laughs> do, do you not? Pref- I mean, going back to to Blue Beetle, do you not? prefer the Jaime Reyes. I know that's the more modern take on it in it, the comics than as opposed I, to the Ted Cord. It, it is such a different character. Right. The, the reason I actually like Blue Beetle mm-hmm. is the Blue Beetle booster gold dynamic. Right. So, you know, Jaime Reyes is just so far away from that, it really is just something else to me. I thought you liked so. Blue Beetle because he's a great card in DC Deck Builder. That'll last yeah. He <laughs> is it. Yeah. That is, the Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle is a great card, and, and I never never got to buy it during the games. I'm struggling to remember if it, if in the comics they did connect uh, the Jaime Reyes character to the Ted Cord. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, because <clears throat> yeah. it's it's been a long time. The scarab, since I've read the scarab it. is the thing that connects them. Right. Wait a minute. Oh, it is the same yeah, scarab. Yeah, Ted Cord okay. could never get it to, to open. Right. And yeah, I thought I remembered that being because yeah. like, he developed his own technology to become Blue Beetle, whereas yeah. Jaime got well. Which and absorbed. by the way, <laughs> the Ted Cord stuff is in there. I'll yeah, just say that. Yeah, there's a there's a yeah. mid credit scene. Mm, yeah, I wouldn't even <laughs> talk about that. I'm just talking about the 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 Ted Cord, Ted Beetle, Cord Beetle stuff. Tech. Well, um, yeah, it, it yeah. Um, Steve and I were talking about it because uh, Steve was like, you know, a decade or so ago, Nathan Fillion would have been an awesome Ted oh, Cord. Oh wow! And we were joking around about Booster Golds, and and I was like, you know, it's too bit too much of a bit part for him now. Well, uh, supposedly, what's his name? I'm, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds Ryan would Reynolds. have been a good booster. But, well, you know, once I think about it, they really should have just leaned into the Serenity well, thing, and Alan Tudyk should be <laughs> booster oh, goal. Supposedly, yeah. Jason Sudeikis is Ted Cord in that movie. Like, when you see him in, like, the, the newspaper oh, yeah? clippings that flash by, as well as the Jason voice in Sudeikis. the mid-credits scene that works. is supposed to be yeah. Sudeikis. So. I, I could also see Sudeikis. I could see Sudeikis as a booster goal, yeah. too. And uh, and then Philly and be the Ted Cord there. Yeah. 
But I anyway. just realized that that kid also plays uh, Miguel Diaz in uh, Karate Kid. Yeah, that's uh, Sholo Marduena. <clears throat> yeah, he was good. He was oh, he no, was yeah, very he good. Was really good. I my only problem with the with the scripting was there was way too much. Wait 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 no 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 no. <laughs> that started playing on my nerves after a that's, while. That's the thing these days. I mean that started with with Transformers the first one because yeah. I mean somebody did a super cut of Transformers one and two of the no 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 oh, no 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 oh, wait God. wait 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 yeah yeah and it's I mean it, it's amazing how many minutes of it, that there is yeah, in those two films exactly it's fun <laughs> it's fun when it starts but after a while she's like oh good here's where he says wait 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 no 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 again have a drink so, yeah but um yeah I you know it's a solid DC entry um <laughs> damning with faint praise <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Steve was happy, um, but uh, uh, the prettiest girl in Victorville. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, wow! Dang! Wow! <clears throat> wow! Wow! I, I do not recommend driving through Victorville anytime soon. There. So uh, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> you one of them there, Geek Shock boys. <laughs> Uh, we the need to... opinions of Andy Taylor do not reflect the opinions of Geek Shock. Well, they barely reflect the opinions of Andy Taylor. <laughs> That's right. Very hey, Steve, what did you do this week? So, besides all that stuff, DC Deck Building, Kronos, the Hercules. We talked about DC Deck Builder. Everyone have a drink. Yeah. Again. Went to Lost Spirits Distillery, finally. Oh, yeah. Finally. Yeah, I did that, too. Didn't actually uh, d- decide to sleep almost all the way through. <laughs> you know what? It was very close. I was like sitting here going, uh, Biggs, we got to go. That would have been the second time, and I, I would have given you shit no end. Yep. yep. You would have never heard the end of it. Yeah. But it was, I, it, when you come to Vegas, uh, I heartily recommend Lost Spirits, Lost Spirits Distillery so, Experience. So good. Very so much fun. fun. Yeah. Magic, not at all. Yeah, lots you, of rum. Yeah, yeah, you not at all what I was expecting. You uh, played based up on the rum. The, the shows were amazing. Oh, yeah, the shows are great. Well, yeah. they've to be fair, to be, to be fair, fair, they've added more of the show element since we went through the tour. Really? Um, Let's go again because it wasn't. I'm down. It wasn't the highlight of the tour at the time we were there. It was kind of an additional, like a sideshow. Yeah, oh. exactly. But oh, my understanding the- is they've really expanded. The uh, the carnival atmosphere. Yeah, you need to go again, I guess, because it was everything. The the tourist was ten minutes ten minutes long. Yeah, yeah. And the tasting. I mean, there's four rums that they have you taste, but the the evening is all the acts. Yeah. And apparently, uh, I I messaged a friend of mine. Hi, Kelly. Uh, in California, and basically said, "Oh man, if you ever get a chance to." If you ever get to Vegas, hit me up or or just go by yourself to the Lost Spirits Distillery. You'd be a great uh, host uh, here. And she goes, and then she texts me back like almost, oh, I love those guys. They had when they were at, in Los Angeles. They, you know, I it was great. And I was like, oh, they, I think they were in Los Angeles. I go, yeah, they they're building Burt down, so they oh dear moved to Vegas. Yeah, yeah so, they they at one point did have locations, but at, both at LA and out here, but. Uh, yeah, I but. didn't know that it burnt down because uh, when we went through, they had a uh, whiskey tasting at the very, very, uh, very end. A peaty whiskey. And they told us <laughs> that at that particular point in time, they were only distilling rum out here. But if we ever went out to L.A., 
we uh, could go to that one and buy the whiskey because they didn't have the whiskey available uh, in Vegas. So now I'm kind of disappointed to hear that I will probably never get to have that whiskey again. I know. Yeah. Uh, the last time uh, Deb and I went with some friends, they didn't have it. It was just mm. a, a copy of the first rum again. Uh, which I wasn't disappointed with it. That was the best rum. Yeah. But I really wanted that PD whiskey. No, we had four different rums. Yeah. Um, Celestia and I um, have an in there too. We we know one of the performers, and uh, uh, he, he used to be, he used to be one of the guys that would uh, busk with us on the strip. He was a he was doing street magic, he was just doing close up magic on the street, and now he's a big part of the show. And we saw him. We stumbled into him three different times doing three different <laughs> yeah. three different yeah. magic bits. Were amazing, and close up magic. I mean, I see stage magic a lot. And I'm like, oh, I can kind of figure out what's going on. I've seen it. I've been around. I've been backstage enough that I kind of know what the parts are. Street, when you get to, yeah, street magic's a whole when, different ball. When game. you get the close-up magic, that's I think they're they're straight out wizards. Oh there, god, yeah. No, where the hell did that come from? Close-up. There's nothing like close-up. Yeah. I mean, magic, if man. you know where to look with street magi- uh, magicians, rather, you can you can pick up on a lot of the sleight of hand. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot more misdirection with street magicians. But yeah, I mean. It's still a lot more impressive than, because I've seen a few stage magic acts in Vegas, and one of them was horrible. <laughs> oh, it was terrible! Like you could see, how was you, uh, Robert? You could see like when it was a swapping for another prop, or oh, you could shit. see the fishing line. You mm. could see uh, there was one where he levitates a car, and you could. From the angle we were sitting at, you could see the mechanical uh, <laughs> mount oh, on no. the car that lifted it up between That's the fine. curtains on the stage. Oh, Andy, was, remember that was third, the worst one. Uh, third Thursday. Oh yeah, yeah. Dave, uh, uh, a lot of a lot of local Wonder magicians. Ground. Wonderground, uh, right at the the uh, hookah lounge thingy place, Mediterranean thing, right here on Sunset. The pe- uh, magicians would do close up magic, and they were practicing. They were honing stuff and. It would be funny to watch some stuff and yeah. sort of <laughs> you could just yeah. see that, that was killed by the pan by uh pandemic. That yeah. yeah. What well, was it bad like first year improv? No, 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 no. Most of it was good, but okay. occasionally you'd get the guy where He's working it out. Yeah, he's working it out. It he was, was uh out. hosted by Jeff McBride, who's a very good magician. And uh and and his wife and his uh wife Abby Spinner McNeil something, but I mean so you'd you'd <laughs> see a couple performances and then there would be a break and uh, there'd be uh, a bunch of dancing, a bunch of belly dancing, and then to be a third act. But during that break, there's also you could switch out to the small room and see the close-up magic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he he had a magic school, so he'd be you'd have a mix of new magicians trying to learn stuff and old magicians who were essentially retired coming back to show up a little bit. So what happened? COVID? Yeah, COVID, COVID. Just never COVID. came back? Yeah. I mean, it was a very tight space. Uh, it was. It was It was packed. Yeah. It was tight. You know, they were busy, and it was, you know, it, it actually was kind of getting unwieldy. So, okay. So, what I did is I brought out um, some glasses of Writer's Tears, mm. which is a- uh, I know that brand. Yeah. And uh, uh, Andy has crack and rum because he is weak and cannot handle real stuff. So it's a good week on that whiskey. <laughs> so um, I brought it out, actually, so we can drink when, you know, somebody says something like, we used to work at Star Trek The Experience. Oh, damn it. Uh, damn it. Drink. So we're playing the home game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll, uh, we're drinking no, we're playing with the, you, listener. We're playing the professional game. <laughs> cool. 
Yeah. We st- um, so we started a little late. It gives us a little lag. Hopefully we won't uh, get shit-faced and upset twice. Right. And you didn't give uh, Andy a sippy cup. No. No. Oh, yeah. Todd's not here. Chuck a log the fireball, boys, because yeah. I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a discussion last um, night. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'll just edit the crap out of you. I went to the uh, Magic Castle once. Everything speak. Steve says will be mother, father, Chinese, dentist. Callback, <laughs> 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 kids. Indeed. So, um,. And uh, well, you know, Magic Castle, y- you know, you expect you expect a certain level of proficiency, mm-hmm. and for the most part, that's what what, what we got what when get? I when I went there. But there was one guy. I don't know if he was getting back into it after a long absence or whatever, but the first thing was he was having a little bit of flop sweat right at, right oh, from yeah. the beginning. Did a you know did a disappearing silver dollar trick. And then, and he made the last one disappear, and then he dropped his arms, and one of them fell out of the sleeve. Oh, no, dude. And he was like, oh, that's no way to end that act. He and then a, He was a magician from Frosty the Snowman? Uh, yeah. And uh, and then he was going to do a, you know, shoot a hole, th- or shoot a hole through the card that's in a bag, you know, as somebody else holds it kind of thing. And so he pulled somebody up out of the audience, and... Uh, <clears throat> and he was setting up the whole thing, and again, kind of stuttering, kind of nervous. Again, the flop sweat. And uh, that's who you want aiming a gun at you. <laughs> don't get, don't get ahead of the story. <laughs> so, so he has the he has the woman hold the hold the car hold the bag that's got the card in it in front of her, or to the side. I can't remember. probably not in front of her, but anyway. And he goes, and he said, and he goes, now, you're perfectly safe. And she goes, am I? I saw that first trick. Oh. Nice. Oh. Nice. nice. He was like, she was like, ah, you yeah, ah, we don't. Uh. Anyway, that, even with the shaking hand, that, that trick went, went okay. <laughs> but I was just like. I saw RJ, uh, the, the, the big baby at uh, Mystere who does magic too. Yeah. I saw him at a corporate gig. I just, like, I was covering the corporate gig and I ran into him. And he's doing stuff with cards. He was motherfucking brilliant at yeah. the Scoop Fest. He's just brilliant every time you see him. But he's doing stuff, and he's like, uh, somebody, he's trying to pull some of his card. I'm like, oh, I've been throwing these cards all off the road. I don't have that card anymore. And then he went on, da 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 I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense, you know. And son of a bitch if he didn't pull that card out at the end. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, really, I really bought into the whole, I just been throwing out cards. The, 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 magic, the magic he did was cool, but yeah. his working the audience oh, was Patter's phenomenal. Wonderful. It was just one of the most beautiful things I'd ever seen. I'd love that. I'd watch that all day. Yeah. Well, I mean, before we get too far off the topic here and move on to the next thing. On magic stuff? Talking about uh, the Magic Castle. Uh, yeah. Kirsten, did you know that... Bonnie Gordon works at Magic Yeah, Castle. I was going to ask Steve. She performs, uh, well, yeah. she doesn't perform magic, but she performs as a singer. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So I didn't know if Steve had seen the, uh, the, the, uh, friend of, friend of the show, friend Bonnie of Gordon. The show. Worked at Star oh. Trek, The Experience. Oh, oh everyone. I knew that was coming. I actually, no, this was many decades ago. I actually worked with a guy from Magic Castle. It was funny because it was at Third Thursday. And his name was AJ. And he actually, uh, Andy will re- rem- remember this, because he actually talked to me before 
things began and asked if I would shill for him. And so he totally took me through what he wanted to do. He uh, actually even did a little, he did a, he talked about carnies and marks. And the reason we call them marks is because when the caller who's bringing people in sees someone who's going to be a mark, they would put a mark on the back of their jacket or something like that with some chalk and blah, blah, blah. Then he'd go on and on. And, Can I have someone from the audience for this? And I raise my hand. He calls me up. I stand up. He's marked my jacket. So everybody's already laughing. <laughs> and he did this thing where he plants a fake roach in my hand. But I have to play it like it's real. So it was actually, we had a lot of fun with it. I kept looking at Andy, and I'm like, this is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> and afterward, Matt King said I did very well. Nice. Yeah, the one Wonder, it was actually, the event was called Wonderground, and, and it was great. And it, you really got a sign of peek behind the curtain you really felt like you were part of the scene it was very cool uh so we're watching fail videos etc as we were wont to do and somehow yeah. came up maybe it was a dark corners thing or something like that and i just got curious because i it because it, it's been kind of floating around the back of my head that i've never there's this one movie that it comes up in conversations with people talking about bad movies and stuff or I'll see the sequel pop up in various feeds because the sequel's easy to get, but you can't get the original Amazing Colossal Man anywhere. But somebody, thankfully, has broken copyright law so that we don't have to, and the whole thing was available on YouTube. <laughs> What's oh, it called? Nice. <clears throat> the Amazing Colossal Man. Yes, we watched that. Vegas-based. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind one of the reasons why I wanted to see because I remember you know, when he lays waste to the cowboy. Uh, Vegas, Vegas Vic. Vic, yeah, and um, but yeah, it's uh, you know, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the Dark Corners review of it is pretty funny, and and then the, when those scenes would come up that he made a snarky comment on, we were both, both like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it was, yeah. People, people are oh. <laughs> stand around in in, in, in mild in mild uh, interest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, uh, people of. Uh, was it rushed? Yeah. Like rushed into watching mild interest <laughs> as the colossal man walked through Vegas. It, 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 the sarcasm was hilarious because it really. Because it uh, does. It shows a scene and, and he's looking down and obviously he's the process shot. And you see these people and they're just like, oh. oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> the panicked crowds in Kronos were impressive. They definitely yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I wonder what they thought they were doing uh, and I wonder, <laughs> yeah, really. I wonder why Mexico. That was like a big point of it is this this alien this robot crash in Mexico. I'm I'm guessing money, right? But why Mexico? They don't indicate anything about Mexico. You don't see me as obviously Mexican. You don't see any Mexican landmarks. Oh, you know what? That's actually a good point. It's like if they filmed in Mexico, your guess is as good as mine. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So, do you guys as, forget something else you did, geeky? Nope. Uh, we we hung mm. out with you. That is pretty geeky. Uh, we played in uh, <laughs> Deb's new D and D game. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's not here to talk about it, so we have to talk about it. That's true. That's I true. heard um, Steve had some misbehaving dice. Oh, oh. dude. Okay, so <laughs> Deb's DMing the game. Deb is the DM for this game. It's me and Kirsten uh -huh. and Biggs and friend of the show Leon Mitt, and uh, we're all play. We started as third level characters. Uh huh. And uh, in the in the Forgotten Realms, and we go and do our thing, and I love the premise of this, and I know Kirsten does too because it gets him away from the Forgotten Realms. We start there, and then 
there's a whirlpool or you know yeah. there's a cyclone and the ship goes upside down and crazy fall through a portal and you're in the forgotten realms but it's as if a lot of the campaign supplements that they that they released over the last like 10 years failed yeah and the adventurers died and the it's the worst possible timeline apocalyptic forgotten realms. Be, before we get too far i i feel like dungeons and dragons and or dming is also a drinking uh well, oh, yeah, i won't, yeah, I won't yeah, argue yeah. with We're you talking about D D. everyone fucking drink now let's have a hot <laughs> sip <laughs> yeah that's uh, a double because you said dming and Wow, Jesus. <laughs> well, it's related. Jeff, is, you Jeff can't double that shit. Jeff has can, an agenda can. here, folks. If we're talking about D&D, chances are we're talking about DMing. Because Kirsten yeah, and I are DMs. But, yeah. But it, it it's really fascinating. And, uh, Just wait uh, we add Call of Cthulhu to the mix. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, uh, Deb leaned into it. It was it, So it was a cool start. I don't Yeah. I dug it a lot. I also dug the fact that you got a table full of actor types, so we she can just shut up for like minutes at a time, <laughs> and we'll just entertain ourselves. <laughs> like we start in a bar, as as most as most adventurers do, and we were in that bar for a, for a bit, just shooting the shit, and it was great. An actual bar or a tavern? Well, my kitchen table, which is basically oh, a bar, yeah, right? Really. <laughs> muy muy, speak long. Oh, Vlarg tavern. <laughs> You in that Gungan bullshit. Yeah, it, it turns out, who would have known kobolds in uh, Forgotten Realms talk like Gungans? <laughs> and so and Dorians are the Gunguns of the Star Trek universe. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> really? I said Andorians. This is Star Trek. Anyway, you and your stupid Gungans. I'm having a great time. I, I, uh... I'm playing out of character. I'm playing a, uh, a lawful good paladin. <laughs> what? Yeah, who's, playing against type. Who speaks wow. with a loud stentorian voice? Mm. Ooh, stentorian. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and Biggs is uh, oh, yes. special. Yes. Uh, I'm very proud of my guy. <laughs> it took us a minute to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Llewellyn Boothroyd, <laughs> who's an artificer, a battlesmith. Come on. Think about it, Jeff. Is Think it, about uh, it. Come on. His his uh, steel defender's name is Des, short for Desmond. Come on, Jeff. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There we go. It took me a hot minute. <laughs> you have to be really curious to uh, curious. get that one, to understand the bond with those names. That's right. Bond. <laughs> Seriously, Andy? Nope. King of the Obscure? Yep. Wow. Dude, Q from Bond. Oh. Desmond Llewellyn, oh, okay, Major Boothroyd. <laughs> I, Llewellyn, I have stuck a mag. I, I saw during the pandemic a watch inside Llewellyn Davis. Is it? Mm-hmm. Which is a very good but very hard to watch movie. S- Steve, you're supposed to drink only when we're camping. <laughs> going to be one of these episodes. Wow, he's just ripping into the- I'll fix that for you. Andy was stupid. Have a drink. Well, <laughs> dude, oh. Oh, we'd have to chug the bottle. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's not fun. I pre-drank anyway, so. <laughs> so we're having a good time with that. Yes, um, other yes. than th- That's really the geekiest thing I did other than play some more Minecraft. Now, I didn't play on our Geek Shock server yet. Mm-hmm. I uh, was helping Deb out on her Bedrock thing that she's just running for her uh, nephews. And uh, so last night, uh, we got home. We're like, yeah, let's throw it on. We'll do some stuff that 
that the nephews wanted. Let's go to the nether and get them some nether wart. Oh my god, we each died like three times. <laughs> it was like two hours of just pain and misery and cursing at the TV. But we got our stuff together. So, it was, Or as Barry likes to call it, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> or Sunday. Or Monday. What the hell day is it? Oh yeah, it is Tuesday. It's Wednesday. Prince Spaghetti Day. Yeah, that's it's right. Wednesday Anthony! Prince Spaghetti Day. Yeah. Prin- Anthony! Prince Spaghetti? It was a commercial in the Anthony! 70s about Anthony Martinetti who... Well, lags from bring home every day except for Wednesdays because Wednesday is Prince Spaghetti Day. And it uh, oh. takes place in Little Italy yep. and his mom's leaning out the window Anthony! going, Anthony! And you see this little kid running down the street as the narrator talks about Prince Spaghetti Day because, you know, spaghetti's for family. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. We're old. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I was only three in 1980 dude so it's a little wow oh, this would be a commercial from the 70s so it probably predates you <clears throat> yeah anthony You're i know it'd be Barry. but it six. sank deep into our veins because i still remember the kid's name yeah his last name too yeah no yeah, it was a good commercial well i guess that's time for news you don't give a shit about <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, news you don't give a shit about. First item up, Yevgeny Prigozhin is still dead. Did you have a Maybe. Stroke? So, uh, Yevgeny Prigozhin, Help me the, out. the guy who led Wagner Mercenary Group in Ukraine, the Russian yeah. mercenary group, uh-huh. and they supposedly did a little mutiny in Russia and things got a little wacky for 24 hours before yeah. it was all, and he was forgiven and shit like that, and they were moved to Belarus. Well, apparently, uh, a private plane that he is listed as being a, uh, a traveler on, because it was his private plane, um, was shot down by Russian air defenses on its way from Moscow to St. Petersburg. And it's funny, people are talking about it, because one, uh, Prigozhin did actually lead this little thing. Uh, little mutiny, and uh, Putin forgiving him was very uncharacteristic. But two, are you okay, Steve? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. You're, you're unwrapping that next to the I know. You were, you're you just like being really precise in your unwrapping. Of he's your... unwrapping a, a Reese's peanut butter cup, like one of the little ones. Yeah. And he's Like a surgeon. Yes, he's like a surgeon. for the very first hey. time. Um, but, uh, so, yeah. and, and then he drops it. <laughs> Did you ser- seriously? You, you took so much care. That, that was the most. I was distracted. That was the most Andy-like thing I have ever seen to not come from Andy. Take a drink. I so, think he wow. did take a drink. I think that's the problem. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> I, I may be missing something here, but... Oh, Andy's was, trying to be funny, folks. No, Brace yourselves. No, I actually have a point of... Uh, was Nigeni Progosian a dungeon master or something? Or did he have a graphic novel I don't know about? Nope. Where's the geeky connection? It's just fun to talk about. <laughs> okay. God damn it. <laughs> it's news it's you don't give a shit shock. about. Well, Putin's basically wow. a supervillain. So. Yeah, and also, who the fuck are you to talk about non sequiturs and geek shock? <laughs> you just stay in your lane, Andy. <laughs> I so, I weave all over it. Now, because now, speaking of stuff that isn't geeky but is going to be talked about in news you don't give a shit about. Oh, boy. This uh. one, uh, I... I I mean, I believed you when you sent me the message. Oh, yeah. But when I looked it up, 
the details were like, holy fucking shit. It's ridiculous. Do you guys remember Fire Festival? Yes. <laughs> right? The yeah. festival I've that seen failed? two of the documentaries Same. on it. Yeah. Love it. Well, yeah, it's we'll seeing that guess, shit show. Well, well get that ready. Shit insane. Get ready for another documentary, Death. Oh, because no. Because Billy McFarlane, the guy who went to jail. For six yeah. years, right? Uh, f- for fraud, for that whole debacle. Yeah. Has announced another fire festival. I and, I heard about this and is claiming it's already sold out. And yep. Billy McFarlane is uh, Todd McFarlane's cousin. What's the connection? We talk about fire festival. Yeah, we on talked the show. about fire festival. Right. Yeah. It was like right. the. It's, it's a shit show. It okay. was yeah. catch up, Andy. Like yeah, it, really. both figuratively and literally a shit show yes. because at one point, like the restrooms broke down and it was. <laughs> And the, uh, the cheese was, sandwiches for food. Yes, and yeah. Virtually no details were released about the event, which was targeted for the end of 2024 in the Caribbean. <laughs> no details no about de- a fire festival. No details. Apparently sold out. Yes. So he says. The first drop of 100 pre-sale tickets went on sale Monday for $4.99 a pop and sold out within a day, according to the website. That... Is amazing. You know what? That guy obviously took a look at Trump and it was like, there is nothing you can do that is going to stop some people from doing that crazy bullshit. I bet he sold a lot of those tickets just based on the fact that it was such a shit show before that now people just want to get those tickets to say, hey, I got a ticket to fire. I went to the shit show. I mean, I mean, he still has pending. Uh, civil lawsuits against him. Maybe oh, that's yeah. what he needs the money for. <laughs> for, for yeah, for all of the uh, the money that that su- supposedly he spent, but never Fire Festival spent. Two colon Pay My Bills. Right? Is, will you get any progression on be at the Fire Festival? Oh wow, somebody's Ooh. bitter. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm detecting some well, bitterness here. I mean, if you can get people to buy something stupid like high, like a like hybrid NFT and physical card. Sets. Oh, what idiot would do that? I don't know. <laughs> that, the, that the art had been previously used. Yeah, that the art yeah. that's non-exclusive art, or uh, you know, lifetime subscription to some Star Trek game or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah what idiot? No, would do nobody that. would fall for that. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously, but yeah. Now I just figured uh, that's it for news we don't give a shit about because obviously Andy can't take it. He can't take it. He can't handle so, it. So I, I think we might as well just jump into Weekend Geek News! Hey, actual geek news! Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. So. Oh, listen. I don't know. Sometimes I don't give a shit about the Weekend Geek stuff. So That's let, true. I, I remain skeptical. Now, Jumping back to Fire Festival for a second. Oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. think we need to have a Geek Shock Festival that we sell tickets to for $499. Oh, God. But release no information. Yeah. Mm. I think so, too. Well, I think we can at least advertise the ball pit. Yes. The ball pit. Yes. Yeah, you know, we you could. Know what? Let's talk about the ball pit. Because... <laughs> The pit came in the mail yesterday. Oh, oh my. No. yeah. Yeah. So one of the things we're going to be doing at FanX <laughs> in Salt Lake City on September 21st through 23rd is we're going to have a wheel, like the big wheel you spin. The wheel you of che- fun. Yeah, the wheel of fun. Check out our Instagram. Fun and you can see it. It's at Geek Shock Podcast. Um, and you spin the wheel and something fun, fun not guaranteed, will happen 
to you. And one of the spaces on the wheel this time is Ball Pit. Now, if you remember DashCon, the failed Tumblr convention. <laughs> yes. It was, again, another shit show, but they really yeah. actually tried. But that's what happens when furries and bronies put, put on a... Uh, a fan run. Oh, convention. don't insult Andy like that. I can't help it. Um, part of it was, uh, oh well, uh, sorry. Uh, welcome to Night Vale. Isn't going to show up, but you get an, uh, an extra hour in the ball pit. And it was just a <laughs> shitty ball pit in an empty. It's, it's uh, a famous room. meme of a picture of a ball pit in a like huge warehouse, cyclopean warehouse where it's bare ass. Yeah. It's just the bare the 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 concrete bit. floor yep. and the the warehouse wall and this ball pit. And if you ever have like a spare like 20 minutes or so, just go down that rabbit hole with Dashcon. Anyway, and one I, of the spots on the wall is on the wheel is ball pit. Yes. And I, and I want everybody to be clear. This isn't like one of those professional big deep ball pits. <laughs> oh, this it's was, professional. This was literally like a kiddie pool no, with the plastic oh, balls oh, no, in dude. it. In the thirty-five meme. inches. Oh, no, oh, he's no. talking about dash. Oh, that one. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's, a, that's a kiddie pool. Ours is a thirty-five inch wide, yeah, yeah. wide little baby pool. Now, now that you just set a baby in. Mind it's you, like five inches deep. How Folks, many balls? Uh, they haven't arrived in the mail yet because they're pretty cheap from China. Uh, Andy is also China. sweating because Andy has experience with balls pit oh, because yes, he, he worked with them. He he really? cleaned them. No, no, I did not clean them. I oh? just would I would close the ball pit off when they oh. needed to be clean. It's like, oh, oh, ball pit is done for the day, guys. Why is it done for the day? Because children pee a lot in ball pits. <laughs> I hear someone, that's not all they do in those ball pits. If someone manages <laughs> to pee in this ball pit... I will be impressed. And we'll have pictures on Instagram, right. folks. Yeah. Now, folks, just so you know how much of a nicer person Barry is than me, I advocated we get a pickle barrel and put some balls in it and people would put a foot in. And he went all out and got something that you can actually put two feet in. Two so feet. I just want you all to know that Spare Barry no Barry Saudi needs needs a call, a shout out for that. <laughs> Barry's our John Hammond of the <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Barry, welcome to Ball Pit. <laughs> Barry, sir, Johnny. <laughs> Spared no expense. You know he um, he was so busy asking if they if they could do it. Uh, never bothered to ask if they uh, should. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh no, no! 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 We I did. Knew, I knew we shouldn't do it. <laughs> we so asked. I did it. We asked and ignored the answer. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Sticker idea. Ball pit. We knew we shouldn't. Also, <laughs> uh, Jeff Goldblum, everyone drink. Yes. Oh, that's oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Oh. And what do we do when Michael Caine shows up? You drink again. Me drink again. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. Don't use that as a weapon. <laughs> and and now, now, what if um, no. Jimmy Stewart shows up? No, you got your two. <laughs> um, it's not blanket impressions equal drink. I made my, my I made Bigs my dancing monkey at the uh, at the uh, rum thing. Made oh, him, made him do some bits for the people we were with. Oh wow! Eventually, they thought you were part of the show. <laughs> that would be great. I would love Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Jimmy Stewart working at the rum distillery sure. thing. <laughs> 
You mean like you're taking, hey, over, you're taking over the whole show? Like, you know, you know, I don't I know. care I think... whose dick you're sucking. Who told you you could drink now, with me? Now, now, look, you you stupid fucking cunt. Now, see, as, as, as much you as I do. You might want to note the timestamp for Todd. <laughs> as, as I'm much, editing this. Oh. Then go get, oh, the, then go get the fireball. <laughs> <laughs> and, what are we doing? Go get the fireball. <laughs> As much as I do enjoy his Jimmy Stewart, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, now I kind of am curious to have him do a uh, Jeff Goldblum slash Michael Caine, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Mm. Oh, here we go. Brace well, yourself, who, folks. Who's cast as who? Oh, that's a tough one. Oh, I know exactly the scene. He's I was going to say, leave it to uh, Professor Big. We to... will have to save it for another time because I all need to do some oh, research. Oh, need some script no, work. That, that, oh. Oh. I will wait for that one. I, the professional you know will have to rehearse. I think that's Kofi, Kofi <clears throat> level bonus material. There you go. There you go. Because uh, it, it's a sizable scene. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. Especially wow. if he's if he's got to do research for it, that's a reward level. <laughs> yeah. If I have it to... down. If I have to do Jeff Goldblum and Jimmy Stewart in the same scene, well, you might have to record them separately. Yeah, but it's going to be. We'll give you two mics. Like a professional. <laughs> <laughs> might actually require. It some would be editing. a ten-minute scene that will end up being right. twenty but, minutes. Oh boy, <laughs> this wow. will happen. We will bully him into it, folks. This is going to be a Kofi thing. I, it doesn't sound like he's needing to be bullied into it. It sounds like he's game for it. I'm game. It's we just, will keep reminding him. It's a, thing. It's a time script. commitment. He's got to, you know. Get it, yeah. get it prepped. We're, we're going to do this. This is a great idea. This yeah. is happening. <laughs> I love this You idea. heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. This is happening. Uh, now, are you allowed to with the strike and everything? <laughs> well, well I, I, I'm, I'm technically not allowed to because Glengarry Glen Ross is copyrighted. But. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, what the fuck? We've already do, done but, that. You can't do a, but, a scene. But if anybody recognizes no. a script from what you do. Yeah. But uh, parody law? Yeah, parody, 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 parody law. It is yep. parody. Even if we're a parody of ourselves. We're right? a parody even, of a podcast. Even if what do you got? <laughs> um, hey, guys, hey. we saw Blue Beetle. Jeff, when you yes. saw Blue Beetle, uh-huh. I know Steve and I did. Did you see the Rebel Moon trailer? Yes. Uh, no, I saw it when I got home that night. It was on YouTube. That was some hot stuff. It's like nice. Star Wars fucked Dune and had yeah. a wonderful, wonderful I know. golden oh, baby. Right. We watched that during the uh, our filming. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Star Wars um, pitch that didn't take off. So right. he's like, yeah. fuck it, I'll do it myself. And you know what? I Say what you want. He Man makes a pretty movie. Yeah. That's that's the thing. So like, I, I, I actually watched it uh, with Darren because he had not seen it yet. And he's like, I never felt like Paul Mattingly so much in my life. <laughs> he said, it looks gorgeous, but I just know it's going to absolutely suck. <laughs> it looks, it's, it's, it's a mashup of, uh, and he just started going off. Oh, and he's my like, goodness. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, fucking naysayer. He's like, I feel like Paul Mattingly right now. <laughs> well, I stumbled across the Willy Wonky, Wonka trailer this afternoon. Willy yeah. Wonky. Wonky Willy Wonky. Wonky. And that doesn't look too bad. Well, that's though. the thing. It's like I, I it's such a dumb idea. Who needs to see the origin? I saw the trailer. I'm like, I guess I do. I guess I need to watch that. I really want to see that. that <laughs> it great. looked, it looked like it'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I have to. And I grudgingly admit it looks more in line with the feel of Willy Wonka than the the Johnny Depp. Uh, oh, Tim it's Burton. definitely. I mean, the Oompa you mean, I was, is you mean so, Dark Wonka? Dark Wonka. <laughs> I yeah. was so disappointed with that film. I really wanted to like it because I like Johnny Depp and I like Tim Burton, but man, yeah, it was 
It was a chore to watch it. Yeah, and for it as much as... It literally required active watching. And for as much as Roald Dahl apparently did not like the 1970 version... Oh, yeah, he'd have hated this one. Uh, yeah, I well... Think, mm, you know? No, no, I'm just saying this is the better way to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Than the real thing, yeah. What he wrote. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But getting back to Rebel Moon, I... Yeah. I want to like that film. Yeah. I know with a lot of posing, and the man makes a great trailer, but movie, I'm, I'm just going to be cautiously optimistic. I'm I, looking I, for- I'll say what I said when I was watching it yesterday. It's like, Uh-oh. it reminds me a lot of the buildup for Sucker Punch. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. it yep. was visually stunning. Everything about what you saw in the trailers, and especially it was getting the ad blitz at Comic-Con. I mean, it was everywhere, and it looked fantastic. Like, everything you were seeing, like, this looks gorgeous. Oh, it's a Uh, visual spectacle. Yeah, exactly. And then you go to watch it, and you're like, there's not much of a story here. The two good things about Sucker Punch were the trailers and the cosplay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That that is really what it came down to. Uh, yeah, Zack Snyder knows how to do great set pieces. Yes. A through-line story with characters you give a shit about, not so much. Uh, having said that, I'm one of the people that is like, Watchmen is about the best you're ever going to get live-action movie-wise from that source material. They did a remarkable job of compressing that story into a two-hour movie, or however long it was. Yeah, it was almost it, three it hours w- long. It would be better as a twelve-episode miniseries. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it. Um, and I think one of the reasons it works is because his script was basically written for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, love hours, you, Zach. It's a beautiful movie. Two hours and forty-three minutes. So yeah, it's yeah. it's close. Same to thing three. with the uh, Spartans. Three hundred. Yeah. So, I mean that movie, the 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 source material, the graphic novel, is so dense with information, and he got a lot of that information yeah. in there. Well, yeah, but with both three hundred and with Watchmen, yeah. he had reproductions of scenes that were directly off the page. Sure, I mean, and in such an artistic way, you could have done a freeze frame, and that would have been a panel from the comic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, easily. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now you guys were talking about Watchmen right. being kind of long, so. And one thing to let you know, uh, Snyder uh, is not afraid of director's cuts. So there will be a regular PG-13 cut, but he will also be doing an R-rated director's cut, and that'll be about a full hour longer. And there's two separate films, too. There's the 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 fir- part one is later this year. Part two is like yes. March, a- April, of, April, of April. Next year? We're calling yeah. that one the yeah. Scar Giver. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be it's gonna be something. That That'll be a feast the... for the eyes. So an hour more, huh? <clears throat> nice. Yep. A child of fire and scar giver. So what? So the hour will be over across both movies. Uh, it. You know what? It does not say. We'll I, figure it out. I'll yeah, watch it. I'm sure. sure Multiple cuts for his two upcoming Rebel movies. One will be his. A, his hmm? director's cuts are also hit or miss. I really thought. His director's cut of Batman v Superman definitely added to the story. I, 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 it, the theatrical version is horrible, but the director's well, cut of Batman v Superman is actually quite watchable. Well, that's one where his kid died in the middle of it, right? And he had to no, no, that's Justice League. Oh, Justice, Justice League. League, okay. Which again, his cut is better, but that bar was so low. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 
<laughs> she can only go up from there. It's it's still not good. No, it's and, not great. And what I'm wondering is, in Rebel Moon, in the PG version, is there going to be a very heartfelt scene between two characters? And you'll go, oh. And then in the director's cut, one of them leaves, and you find out it's another character in disguise. So all that heartfelt bullshit was just bullshit. <laughs> That's a very specific uh, question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Zack Snyder falling in love with his cool ideas and then hey. completely undercuts. Andy loves his cool ideas. I do. So you know. What one? Um, all of them. Okay. Uh, get out of the way, Ad. Hey, I'm, I am sad that Todd is not here because well, this one. Well, that makes one of us. This, <laughs> this is sort of tailor-made. For, I didn't do uh, anything to do it. To, uh, for Todd. Um, I got this off a of Geek Tyrant. MGM Plus has released the trailer for the upcoming docuseries Psycho, The Lost Tapes of Ed Gein. Oh. Ed, oh. Ed Gein wow. was the infamous serial killer and grave robber who served as the inspiration for several horror movie characters Psycho and Leatherface uh, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the right, Lands right. Norman Bates from Psycho Leatherface from Ch Texas Chainsaw Massacre Was Ed Gein the one that dressed up like a clown? Yep No uh, no, that's, oh, no, that's John Wayne Gacy That was, yeah. that was Gacy yeah. What Ed is Gein Ed Gein? The, the John Wayne Gacy the guy named after you um, True. Ed Gein is the guy out in Wisconsin or someplace and he's like a hundred. Known as the Plainfield Ghoul or the Mad Butcher, real guy who actually existed, and uh, he made skin suits. Yeah, Ooh. yep. So that'll be that's. Just, I, there's not much more to say than that, really. I mean, they're just making a series. Uh, it's a four-part docu series, and mm. it will talk. It will shines a light on the infamous chapter in our true crime. Crime. Wow. True crime. True crime. Time is true it? crime. True crime history. Psycho takes an in-depth look not only at the life of one of the most notorious serial killers of our time, but it explores the impact of his crimes had on both the victims and our culture as a general. It will premiere September 17th on MGM+. Plus. So Is that another streaming thing, MGM+, Plus? No. It's formerly uh, Epics, E-P-I-X. Um, when, when Amazon bought MGM Studios, they renamed the uh, they renamed the streaming slash cable network MGM Plus. I really need to make my serial killer chart, you know, with the string going between the arrows and the for for the streaming uh, services uh, <laughs> <laughs> and all the the renaming. Yeah. Um. Hey, nothing could be worse than stupid freaking HBO Max renaming itself to Max. To Max, making you download a completely different app instead yep. of just updating the app they had. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, so awful. Okay, and another news item. Hey, if you guys, you you guys, now all of you, you some of you, I know Barry, I think uh, Jeff, uh, Todd certainly talks about it. You guys are some old old school console gamers. Oh, yes. Yeah. So yeah. we got some good news for you. Ooh. Um, for. Those Atari twenty six hundred cartridges you've been holding on to, which I have some, mm. I I as well. The t Atari twenty six hundred plus comes out from Atari and publisher Plyon, and it comes with ten of Atari's most famous games loaded into one cartridge. You will also be able to play any Atari twenty six hundred or seventy eight hundred game cartridges. 
Ooh. On that that's, console. You know, Uh-oh. that's nice, but that's not impressive. When you can get all the Atari 2600 games ever made uh, for download for free, and they'll oh all fit on your god. phone. Oh, well, my god. What I was oh, my doing, god, Barry. Oh, my god. Oh, my god. I, I, we were in the, uh, Duncan and I were in the store the other day, and uh, looking at Lego, and there's a Lego Atari system. Mm-hmm. And he asked, does it work? I'm like, huh. And had to look at the box carefully because that's impossible. You could do that. Yeah, you yeah, could you fit could. the memory on a little tiny Lego. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good thing because with the classic consoles, you have very limited connectivity with modern televisions. So if yep. this and is this, a modern console. This runs on USB power and connects to your screen with HDMI. That's what I was just going to say. Barry, if you, it's you got, just try that with your phone. I was going to say if it's got HDMI, you can play it on your big screen. So you would be able to take those old cartridges and cast from your phone to the screen uh there's usually a bit of a delay <laughs> when you do that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you true. get them jeff just mm. just don't let them no dude from... i have a hacked xbox and i have had I it for know, like 20 I years know, with you... every 2600 game know, ever yeah, but do they all work or do, do some of them work a good portion of them work. Aha! i'm gonna say our the hacked most xbox that we had it was so great it's like oh i can play this oh it doesn't work you got to blow on it. Oh, I can play this. Oh, it doesn't work. <laughs> you can blow on it, Andy. Oh, my goodness. I'm Andy still... going up to the TV and just blowing on it. Why is this working? I'm still waiting for somebody to come up with a good, um, oh, what do you call them? Uh, when you take old games and you put them in a new thing. Uh, like a MAME emulator? Emulator. I'm, yeah. lo- I'm waiting for someone to come up with a really good emulator for Birth of the Federation. No mm. one wants to play that game. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Civ Five is fine, but you know, I want to do it with uh, Federation and Romulans and Klingons oh, and Ferengi. All the th- Ferengi, Ferengi oh, boys, the Ferengi boys on it. I don't know. Who, it's it's so accurate that it's fucking annoying. Are we seriously talking about Birth of the Federation? We are talking about a, a 25 year old game from from nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, whatever it was, God. I sold yep. it to you. Yeah, we're just wow. talking about Atari. You sold so. it to him. Yeah, I know. This from somebody who's who's bragging that he has Atari games from from the late 1800s. Yeah, really. And he has Atari <laughs> cartridges, and he doesn't even need them because he has them all on illegal right, Xbox right. Oh no, yeah, thing. by all means, give me shit about a twenty-five yeah, year old game. Yeah, Barry, <laughs> doing your job. How old is Atari? Oh, dude. I mean, not the company. It's company. older than Barry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's older than Biggs. There you go. It's an old Whoa. company. But not older than Andy. No, I'm this old. Is, Andy goes back from when video games were shadow puppets on walls in the cave. And, and you had to shout, go right. Go left. No, your other right. <laughs> your other right. Go left. I am, I am Merlin old. <laughs> hey, uh, Doctor Who fans. Yes. David Tennant's coming back. Yes. Yeah. For he's us. coming back for, for a season, and he's not uh, going to be specials, yes. the 10th Doctor. Nope, he's going to be the 14th Doctor. The 14th Doctor? Yeah. What the hell's going on, folks? Yeah. Wasn't That's that a while what ago? they're going to answer in these three specials that are going to be leading into the new Doctor series. Who's black? Yeah. Yeah. But wasn't that a while ago that uh, 
That was announced a while ago, but it is back in the news again for some reason. I don't so know why. So the, the regeneration oh, to... Because it's going to be coming up From soon. 13 to 14. From 13 to 14 did happen, was it November-ish of last year? Wow. So it's it will be a full year by the time these uh, these new specials air for the... I believe this is the 60th anniversary. Yeah, I'm I'm oh. catching up on it. I'm I am I'm I've gotten through the Capaldi. This, I'm, I'm in the middle this of this is uh, the 60th anniversary. What is her 20, yeah. name? Yeah, 23. Is what is her name? Jodie Whittaker. Yeah, Thank you, Jodie Whittaker. I'm I, the Jodie Whittaker. I stuff. was not crazy about the writing at the end of Capaldi, and I wasn't crazy about the writing for Jodie Whittaker. I'm gonna be interested in the new one because. Uh, Russell T. Russell Davies T. Davies is back. Is back. Right. Yeah, I did like in Capaldi. Uh, he, he referenced the fact that he played another role in Doctor Who previously. Really? Yeah. It's like yeah. He says, he's like, where do, I've always wondered where the faces come from. Yeah. And, and he's he, in he reference to... played a character in uh, Pompeii. Yep. Yeah. He played the father in a Pompeii episode. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that explains that. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 going to be interesting. I, I'm very excited to see what they do with these three specials that they're doing leading up to... I mean... Uh, all the tenant we can get because tenant loves the role. Well, and that was the thing he said when he was presented the opportunity. He said he really wanted to do it, but he also had reservations about it because you know it's like, you know, will it be as good as the last time? And I, you know, I was, I was enchanted with the idea that that he's, it's him. Yeah, but it's another generation of the Doctor. It's not some tenth Doctor uh, flashbacks or something. Yeah, exactly. And that I was just like. Jesus, they keep figuring out new ways to play with the regeneration thing, sure. which well, I which I'm very entertained. And that by. was also the other part of it. Is that he said he wanted to do this before he aged out of it because, sure. yeah, there. But what aging out of it? I mean, he could be the twentieth Doctor, and he's an older version of you know David. They've had those all the right. old Doctors. Yeah, had I mean, Tom I, Baker I, come back. Yeah, well, well I know. exactly. It's just like well, yeah, you know, and then the I mean. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're 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 not through the Whitaker stuff, so I won't say it. But there you go. There, there's going to be some more Doctor cameos. All right. In in the Very stuff good. you've got coming up. There. I'm not a Who fan, but that kind of stuff. When when you've got enough lore that you can just start playing with this right. like this. Oh yeah. And, and you know, Doctor Who apparently doesn't quite have the toxicity and fandom along the lines of Trek and Star Wars. I mean, I'm sure there's there some is. There is some, but there's I mean, it's just... said for the for just messing with the war. Like, I've, I've recently started watching uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, and I watched an episode or two of something called... Oh, shit, what is it called? It's like an immortal or something, but it's an immortal guy. And you're watching them go through trying to figure out what the mechanics are. Oh, uh, Highlander. No, not Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> is this the one with uh, Ewan Gruffid? I think it might be. Yeah. Yeah. I watched like three episodes. Yeah, that's, that's all I've gotten to do it so far. I probably won't watch the whole thing because it wasn't Well, it's only amazing. one season. Yeah. And the same thing is like Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. It's kind of a cool concept, but uh, two seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pushing Daisies, great concept, two seasons. Yeah. And there's, there's some stuff that's just too clever for the audience. Well, Pushing Daisies barely got that second season. Oh, I know. And you can feel and the rush at the end. Yeah, you can definitely feel that it was not going to continue about halfway through the second season. Apparently, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist ends well, unexpectedly. It's a cliffhanger, and they expect that in other season, So, And that's a lot of that stuff happens. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've watched a lot of that. Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? Yeah. Yes. She, yeah. she highly it's, it's recommended it. It's right up her alley, it. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's 
the opposite of what I want to see. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, there's there's women in period costumes no, dancing it's, in it's, ballrooms? It's, no, no, it's a it's musical. set in modern day, but uh, it's a woman the main character has... starts hearing music, and in her mind, like the in, the rest of the cast oh. is going into... So they ripped off that episode of Strange New Worlds, right. I see. Mm-hmm. Well, no, yes, but in that one, it, it's happening in, rea- in reality. People are doing right. the singing and the dancing, whereas Thank I guess in this show, it's In this one, it's in her, her head because... She's experiencing people's emotions, and it's expressed as people doing musical numbers. That's the Strange New Worlds episode. But it doesn't happen. No, it's exactly the no. same thing. No, no, I'm no, using no, no. Andy logic. No. It's exactly oh. the same yeah. thing. Yeah. We're using Andy logic. And dancing is possible. <laughs> sure. Therefore, no, it doesn't, it there, doesn't if people singing and dancing. Therefore, I'm not watching. Right. But it doesn't happen in the real world. She's like she has like one person she's confided oh, in. Hardly a different Andy World formula. If then is a very elaborate. M- mix of things that can be connected. Um, Major Meh has talked about doing a musical. No, God, wa- no. Watching Bard the musical. Well, actually, Major Meh is a musician, so he played horns in the ska band. Awesome, but ska's not music. How dare um, you? <laughs> but uh, he watches YouTube on one and a half to two times speed. And he talks about listening to podcasts that way, too. I, I do know people that do that one and a half times. You, well, they're apparently out there, Jeffy, because YouGov uh, did a survey, and it looks like about 27% of people watch a lot of stuff, including TV, on uh, BBC, iPlayer, Netflix, uh, Apple TV, some of those that have the option to watch at two times speed, mm-hmm. they do actually watch stuff at see, higher speed. See, that I can't do. Mm. I can listen to a podcast at one and a half times speed because it's it doesn't feel as compressed and you can get through it quite a bit quicker and it also doesn't do the chipmunking with the voices. But I can't. I, I definitely can't watch a YouTube video at double speed. I, I now could... I will skip parts of it where it's you know like a construction montage that is going on way too fucking long because I do have there are some people that I that I watch their channels and I'm just like Jesus Christ you could you could compress this down a lot more oh yeah and that's just the editor and me going oh yeah you only need you only need two seconds of this yes. You need two seconds of that, two seconds of this, not five, 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 and five. Yeah, minutes, not yeah. seconds. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I do the same thing with a lot of uh, historical weaponry stuff when mm-hmm. they talk. Yeah. Um, it's like they spend 10 minutes, and I think what they're doing is trying to play up to the algorithm. Well, yeah, And they cause... spend like 10 minutes talking about it when it's like, I just want to see you shoot the sling at the fucking gelatin head. Or that thing they yeah. do in the beginning. What up, it's your boy, everyone, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh. You're back, by the way. Like no. and subscribe. Shut up! <laughs> like right now. So, oh God, I hate that. So like and subscribe, smash that like button. So I remember the, when the, they the first open hand pointing at stuff. It's like stop that. I remember when they first started doing the compressions for like old TV shows on for reruns. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, 
back in the 90s or yeah. early aughts. Because and I'd be and watching, it's always weird I'd because be watching you, episodes of you MASH. Felt it. You felt it, but you didn't know what the hell was going on. Well, yeah. it's because they had the voice attenuation software where it would bring all the vocals down yeah. to normal levels. But they're so if you moving like watched, a silent yeah, movie. Yeah, if you hadn't <sighs> watched it before, you wouldn't know that the pacing that is was so double. Weird. That is so weird. It was double speed. Yeah, they would ba- yeah. play speed. They would oh, it wasn't double do speed. It, it, it was they, like one and a half to 1.75 times on average because we talked about this in one of my... Uh, my AV classes in high school. You yeah. went to you went to a AV class thing. Huh. Oh yeah, I had to. Uh, Everybody drink. drink. Everyone drink. Yeah. <laughs> went to film school. No, that's before film school. <laughs> oh! take, take another drink. Wow. <laughs> the prequel. But yeah, those mash episodes. I was like, what is wrong? They sped this up. Yeah, oh. it's always yep. so weird when they do it's little bits and pieces like that, and especially when you don't catch it right off, and you're just you're like. Am I having an episode of something that I don't even know about? Well, and apparently AMC was one of the first to do that. They were taking movies, playing them at... uh, Sorry, not uh, AMC. uh, Turner. Turner That sounds like Turner. Turner Classic Movies was playing at uh, 1.5 to 1.75 times speed, attenuating the vocals and the music so they could squeeze more commercials in. Yeah, yeah. Well, Turner Classic Movies doesn't have commercials. So it must have been AMC. It, uh, maybe it was. I, I don't well, know. it's also uh, compressed for time. You're, tr- you're making me you try would to remember even, like 33 years You ago. would even get those <laughs> notes class. at the end. The, yeah. the following thing has been compressed for time. Yeah. Because a lot of it is to fit well, a two-hour movie. They had to fit a two-hour movie into an hour and a half. But they had to add that in later on because originally they weren't doing that uh, until people complained. Until government interfered no, no probably people complained the, to the fcc and the fcc oh, looked that, into know, it and then no i'm getting an ar-15 try Just that shit this small town. <laughs> i mean this you know people that listen to you know the watch movies and stuff at compressed speed that's like that's like that's like not going to the movie theaters to watch a movie that you want to see that's just that's just Awful. Shut up. That's terrible. <laughs> that tells me you don't really love movies. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love movies. I just don't love the movie experience these days. That is going to the movies. Well, then I guess I hate movies because yeah, I hate oh, yeah. my feet on a sticky I, floor. They're I hate, not sticky if you go to the galaxy. The carpeted floors are not. And you right. know, you very... keep your shoes on. I, I, I don't, you know, you I don't know. have to watch them like I hate Margot screaming. Robbie and a Quentin Tarantino. Screaming uh, kids in a theater uh, at 10 Well, see, that's what I was going to say. I've been very lucky. I have not, in the ch- the showings that I've picked have not had the negative movie-going experience with, you know, kids running up and down the aisle, screaming child, people talking through the movie. I've been very fortunate that, you know, the the one or two times I do have a crowd in the theater with me, that they're a respectful crowd. They're not on their phones. They're not doing that. Not like I used to have. When I first moved out here, I remember going to a lot of late-night movies at the United Artists Theater on the Strip oh, Jesus. because they had midnight 1 a.m. movies. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. we could get off work. We'd go see a movie. Yep. And I still remember there was this one screening where the parents had a toddler that was running up and down the aisle. And this is not this was before they had the stadium seating in in the UA theater. It was still the you know the slight incline rows. And this kid was running up and down the aisle. And I remember my friend Rick was with me. He's like, he turned around. He's like, if you don't sit your fucking kid down, I'm going to trip him next time he comes running down here. And the parents were just like, 
who are you? And I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. I love the entitlement. I can let my kid run around. You don't know what it's like to have children. But it's a midnight movie. The kid's supposed to be at home. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, dude, you they're paying for a movie. You don't expect them to pay for a babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> and besides, if the kid's running around the theater, chances are that kid isn't going to be babysat too well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, the closest experience I've had to there being kids that might have been a problem was when I saw Barbie. And Oh, yeah. And they weren't. They, they were more. It was a good crowd. It was a my, good crowd. My three and the kids and, are a little more vocal than you'd expect, but they were still fine. Yeah, and little girls watching Barbie making a little bit of noise. I was like, "Go ahead." And yeah, I, I I had the same experience when I saw <laughs> Not, Barbie. It was because I thought I'm like, "Okay, here we go." Because there, the row in front of me, there were about six kids raging in age from I'd say probably raging in age raging raging patriarchy this is what happens when you see me next to Andy I start slurring (laughs) mumbling well you notice I didn't sit uh, next to me but uh raging in age I think probably you know early teens all the way down to probably like six or seven Mm. and they were really chatting it up during the previews and I'm like oh god here we go but to their credit, as soon as the movie started, they were into it, and they were locked in for the whole film, mm-hmm. and quiet as can be. So I, you know, you know, strangely, I've never had a big problem with kids in the theater. It's always the adults of I, I've, that, that I've had that a you have to snap with. at. I, oh snap yeah, and point. <laughs> snap and point, <laughs> snap and point right at them, and they'll shut up. That's a song in the Legally Blonde. Snap, snap and, point. and point. The original Barbie movie, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to be that guy in the theater that gets up and taps someone on the shoulder no, and says, like, no, no, "Hey, no. put the fucking phone away." Let's 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 be clear. You didn't have to be that guy. You chose to be that guy. I took he responsibility <laughs> that no one else in the theater was doing. So he, I wanted that phone off. Barry, Barry, here, here. This is how you cut him off on that one. I had to choose to do that. <laughs> Ooh, I like there that. I he didn't I, choose. He was born that I, way. One time, There's your sticker. One time, I had to choose. To I do had that. to choose to do that. I uh, one time, Galaxy was really fun. Back when I was still working at Ka uh-huh. as a gatekeeper, and I apparently of was worked at Ka. Have a drink. I uh, I was still in, I guess, in gatekeeper mode Mm-mm. because at um, oh wow, Steve's got a dead soldier. Look at that. Wow. Um, <laughs> Get some more writer's tears. Um, there was a guy in the Galaxy Theater. He kept checking his phone. He kept checking his phone. And fortunately, he was in the back row of the front section. So it was just glowing behind you? Yeah, uh, well, he was in front. Oh. But what it was, it was good because it was easy to get down there. And I just walked down there and leaned over his seat. And I went, sir, please, there's no watching. The, there's no phones in the theater. And he didn't even look at me. He just put it away and nodded his head. And I oh, sat down you, and you I realized, it, oh, he thought I was an usher. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Secret usher. I know. It was it was hilarious because I was just like, wow, I guess I did really. Secret I was there usher already. Usher man. Yeah. Secret usher man. Oh, boy. Well, let's change the subject quick, folks. Fucking uh, <laughs> the Geek Shop, the musical. Yeah. No. <laughs> Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. yes, I'm I'm for Geek Shock the musical. Uh, um, yeah. we'll have to start working on that. Yeah, Steve. absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God, Professor Biggs, quick! Uh, <laughs> Professor Biggs, quick! Professor Biggs, oh, quick! Jesus. Let's go yeah. quickly, Professor Biggs, quick! Hoo ha! I don't know. It, yeah, I'm, I'm workshopping. You don't know. <laughs> wow. What's you your opinion on the BBC, the old uh, the old special that we saw on on PBS? Decades ago, I, Claudius. Oh. Oh, that's awesome. Different BBC. Okay. It's really weird. 
because I love that. there is a YouTube video that I, I, I haven't watched yet. I it have popped, just popped up, up in my feed, feed too. Yeah. This show has great blocking. They don't make them like this anymore. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to, because I loved I, Claudius. I sure. actually have the DVD of it. Mm-hmm. I watched it multiple times. Boobs, 30 seconds 30. in. <laughs> but. All right, I'm sold. But apparently now all sorts of people are talking about I, Claudius and like this this forgotten classic. And it's kind of like experiencing the strange little internet resurgence all of a sudden huh. i just thought now, it was an interesting little phenomenon what are they what type of blocking are they referencing like stage style blocking or the the television tele- blocking because isn't that bbc i claudius set up more like stage play that they just filmed it's not i, I vaguely quite. remember it i know what you're talking about not but quite. i vaguely remember the watching 70s it. 70s style that yes. kind of style it's sort of like that but it is not the full-on no, it's like it's like everything. It, I, I think the most people, the reason most people think that is because most of the live theater experiences that we get, like with Fathom events and stuff, right. is shot on video, so it looks like right. it looks like a video. Yeah, but and there's so, a lot of blocking that goes on on those. Yeah, and so when you see, I mean, even sitcoms, even you know um, that type of thing. Um, there is. It looks like it looks like a stage play because we're used to seeing stage play shot on video, right? Everything, because, in, everything I caught yeah. is. I mean, the sets look like sets. They don't look like right. Yeah, because I will say, um, watching uh, Rogers the musical, they did have <laughs> blocking going on in that. In fact, you could actually see the different actors' marks on the stage, including there's a circular section in the very center of the stage that rotates. Mm -hmm. And it was fascinating from a technical standpoint, watching these actors get on those spots precisely, rotating around to where they needed to be next, and then getting off that that turntable with such precision that it was just it was mind boggling. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so I haven't seen so, this I haven't seen this YouTube video yet, but I'm I want to watch it. I want to watch it cuz I want to see. We got to watch that okay. Steve. Yeah, but I'm guessing it's what they're commenting on based on my memory of I Claudius is is both the actor blocking and the camera blocking. Yeah, the, the, uh, cuz it, I it do also remember, popped up in my feed. It does it does use a lot of camera movement. Yes. That is not something you got a lot of in 70s television. Sure. Especially uh, especially like, you know, your masterpiece theater, mm-hmm. you know, upstairs, downstairs kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, if you're doing, you know, a any lot, kind of a lot of Hamlet, that was you're doing a lot of single almost, or two or three cameras. Almost static shot yeah. theater thing. Typical two or three camera setup. I See. always remember, man, back in the 70s, it was so weird because I didn't understand video and film back then. And so video would would come on and it's just like, what? Why mm-hmm. does this look different? And I could never grasp it. And it was really funny. I'd even ask my mom, mom, why is this stuff on PBS yeah. look different? Doctor and- Who always looked weird on PBS. Because it's shot on videotape. And, well, my, and my mom would just be like, well, PBS, they're better actors. Oh, I thought it, <laughs> that's I thought it was the about. difference between NTSC and PAL. Well, There's that too. that's part of it. But the major difference was that in Doctor Who, anytime they were on set, because of the limited capabilities of the cameras at the time, they could do set lighting and use the video. But if they had to go on location, 
they had to switch to film cameras yeah. mm. and then do the telesyn and re- basically convert the the, the, the film on the film video. to video. Wow. Yeah. And so it was wow. an extra the... difficult. But I remember all that stuff, like uh, all creatures, great and small, sure. upstairs, yeah. downstairs, all of that. That that quality was just. There, uh, and, Monty and, Python. And, also, and, Doctor yeah. Who had the, the uh, writing of Oscar Wilde and the set design of Ed Wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm not saying the BBC. It was unique to BBC because right. there were domestic sitcoms that were shot on video that were shot on video Old when they were on mod. set. But when they would go outside, like they would go to a right. park or something, they would typically shoot on film. Although I also especially think, in the 70s and 80s. Oh, I yeah, think I think. Because yep. of the, the, the live studio audiences, they were also uh, brighter. Yes. They were more brightly lit. Yes. Because that was one of the things that you, you – uh, that stuff, the BBC stuff on PBS always almost had like a moody – you know, almost was atmospheric. It was either really dark or really bright. Yeah, and the shadows were distinct, you know? Yeah, and, well, I, th- I think that's one of the reasons why – oh, now my memory is – Fading or getting weird. Now it is. But that um, <laughs> I thought that was age. But that um, Dan Curtis version of Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde with Jack. Oh yeah, Pallets, yeah, 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 yeah. That used that looks like it was. It's oh, on that video. Is, that is definitely video. But they're they're trying to do film lighting with it. Yeah. And yeah. And and it definitely, I think it definitely uh, uh, contributed to the mood mm-hmm. of the thing. I still, I still, I w- I was really amazed by that when I saw that. Yeah, because uh, it it was a hell of a lot better than I remember well, people talking about and remember thinking about when I first saw it. And yeah. also those those video cameras, the studio video cameras back then, those were very sensitive to light. So if your mm-hmm. scenes were set too dark, it would yeah, not yeah. pick it up yeah. at all. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, a lot of people don't know. So that's why but my bright. first college career was film and television production and that got hammered into us. It's yeah. like it's like the reason television looks so flat is because of the limitations of the cameras. You mm-hmm. basically have to throw as much light on the set as you as you can because the fall off is so yeah. is so great. It's so dramatic. And then you see you're stuff practically like blinding your cast because yeah. and then you, you see stuff like the BBC stuff or that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It's like, well apparently some people figured it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, yeah, yeah. also like especially from the '60s, you see them just sweating balls off. Yeah. I love those 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 remastered TOS tracks, and they close in on Sulu, and He's man, just glistening he with sweat. is just pouring. Well, yeah, He's and just pouring. That that is fascinating too, because I remember even as recently as uh, Next Generation, they were talking about how as soon as the lights go off. They had to put coats on because those yeah. sound stages would get sure. really cold. But as soon as the the lighting came on and for those, the scene, and, they're sweating their and asses especially off. that first that first season, which yeah. was overlit to motherfucking yeah. hell. Yeah, and before they switched over to fluorescence, yeah, yeah, you put you put that much incandescent light on some. I mean, this is one of the things I talk about. Get ready to drink. Oh boy, I'm empty. Mm. Uh, it's one of the things to talk about my acting class about sense memory. Everyone is, drink. There you go. Acting. Oh, I can't. I can't drink though because it's. Oh, wait. We'll get there. We'll we, we'll get there. One thing that you're never going to be on stage is cold. Yeah. Uh, because even with the AC cranked, even moving to LEDs and other kinds of cool lights, the best you can hope for on 
on stage is maybe 75 degrees. Kids, remember, if you oh, wa- if you listen to enough Geek Shock, it's worth a theater credit. Right? <laughs> yeah, in, yeah, in some, probably not all, actually probably no colleges. No colleges. Yeah. <laughs> What's your sweaty take? <laughs> Write to us. Comments at geekshockpodcast.com. And we'd like to thank our Tier 3 listeners, Leon Cox, Gamer Geek, The Microscope, and, and Alexander West, Aegis Shockey, Kenton Miller, Elena Noop, Mohan Nair, Azriel175, Stephen Biggs, yes. Michael Hoffman, I Major Man. cancel that since I'm on the show. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> you do. We're not going to Fanex. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Dan Seclosa. You mean Dan no Fanex Salt Lake, September 21st to 24th? 23rd. 23rd. 3rd. Oh, you can go to the 24th and no one's going to be there. Adrian Kirsch, <laughs> Elizabeth W., and we'd also like to thank our Tier 4 Fireball Whiskey members, J.R. Conkle and Deb. And, of course, a thank you so much to our Buckfast and Haggis Tier 5 members, Tomic Gumby, Glumly, Mad Martrin, Aussie Matt, and Jeff Harris. And if without you, we would be nothing. We would not be here. Thank you so much for listening to us. That's true. Uh, our theme... Shit, hang on. Without you guys, my house wouldn't get cleaned because they wouldn't be coming over here weekly right. for a recording. And, you know, so I wouldn't mop the floor. I wouldn't sweep you, up the bathroom. Instead, he has no homeostasis. Are, are you referring to The Guiding Light by Sam Heffernan? I, I'm calling it up right now. <laughs> but first, I'd like to thank Andy for showing up. Andy! Hey, I'm back. What the hell? For He's been here all the time. He's been real quiet. And only because I know somebody's going to mention it uh, in either the episode discussion or in the lair, uh, Andy was the heavy breather in this particular show. What? <laughs> our secret word of the day is uh, turkey gizzard. Uh, our theme song was composed by Sam Heffernan. It's called The Burning Light. You can find it by searching SWH oh, Music on I Spotify, light. SoundCloud, <laughs> YouTube, or Twitch. I think that was That's a, a soap, soap, opera. Opera. soap opera. Yep. That's it. That's our show. I'm Vlarg. 80s Jeff. Starring Commander K with... Pack Chick Dandy. So happy to be back, guys. Introducing (laughs) Professor Biggs. Introducing. (laughs) And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Uh, yeah. You know, it's funny, like, the, the soundstage we had at film school, everybody take a drink. Um, Uh, I'm dry. We didn't have heat. We'll get it up. We didn't have heat in there because, you know, you turn those lights on. It's fucking that, balls hot true. in there. There you go. That's so, when you want so to film in, in Kansas. Wintertime in Kansas, if you weren't shooting a scene, you were freezing your ass off in that soundstage. Mm. So people were taking the theater classes, classes just for there. the heat? <laughs> what was just that? Just like people used to go people to- People taking uh, the theater classes just for the heat? Just like people <laughs> yeah. used to go to movies just for the air conditioning. Sure, yeah. There you go. That's yeah. right. History from Vlarg. Yeah. History I, I know so little. How he lived. How much Geek Shark have to listen to the history credit? Um, I don't know. How, only episodes. the episodes you're on, right, Andy? No. Yeah. no! Wow. Old joke. Yeah. Wait, but what's geeky? does Jeff? What's geeky about it? Geeky. <laughs> Why we Hold on. I, I say the I'm same shit wrong. to you half the time. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, you what do. What did you do that was geeky this week? I know. So. And I talk about Yevgeny Prigozhin. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was shot down going from Moscow to St. Yeah, Peter. you're going to have to spell that for me. <laughs> yeah, notes. So switch it out to Yeheni uh, Menudo. What the fuck is his name? Yeheni Menudo. Yeheni Menudo. Yeheni Menudo. Menudo? There's the title. Hyman Kaplan. Yehudi. Yehudi. The band in from the 80s that was on Saturday morning cartoons. No, there was a there was a guy in the 30s. I think it was 30s. Yehudi something. Dude, you are not that old. I know. What's geeky about this? Was he one of those bullhorn singers? Oh. Oh, my God.